0: and kissing podcast hosted by love amateurs lex croucher and rosianna host we are here to give you bad advice whether you want to make out with him her them everybody or nobody you can send us your questions to make out with him at gmail.com or use hashtag make
1: on twitter which no one does but we include it anyway or tweet at make the thing is the reason that no one does it is because then they have to publicly air their dirty laundry yeah and, like, even things that aren't anonymous, people don't want to associate with their Twitter account. Because what if it's like, my boyfriend is bad at mowing the lawn. And then your boyfriend follows you on Twitter and he's like, fuck you.
0: But if the people in that, like, Plain Bay scenario oh. used hashtag link out with him, we would have told
1: them... Stop, stop documenting it! Don't do it, you weirdos. Oh my god, I can't go over that Plain so Bay bad. nonsense. I wonder... Wait, when will this go out? This podcast will go out next week, right? Yes. Okay, good. So this, will, this, will, this won't be topical in a week. Does anyone remember Plane <laughs> Bay?
0: Is it even topical this week?
1: I don't know. Do we still fly in aeroplanes <laughs> so next are, week? So many people showed that to me and were like, this is so cute. No. What yeah. world? I literally, when it was first like a Twitter moment, I was reading it and I was like, where's the cute bit? At what point does this get cute? And it was like, oh, Never. It's a crime the whole time. Um anyway, what the hell are we talking about? Oh, a podcast. If possible, when you email us, please include your pronouns and the name you'd like us to call you, or you can be anonymous. And if you'd like to help
0: us out with running costs, you can support our Patreon at patreon.com slash out with him. You'll also get access to our super sexy sexy, <laughs> sexy, it's just sexy. Um,
1: Songs to Bone to playlist. Songs to Bone To. Songs to Bone to. Have you ever boned to our Any of the songs in our song to bone to playlist? I have not. I don't think I have. Do you think that's false advertising? (laughs) Sorry if you can hear the clinking of wine glasses, by the way.
0: I was thinking more about the running around of someone upstairs.
1: The ghost. Yes, the ghost Mm, The upstairs ghost.
0: It's always up there. Um, No, I don't think I have. But I'll have to revisit the playlist to double check. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Listen, it's not saying that we bone to it. No, and actually
1: that's a bit and weird. And I prefer that it doesn't, okay. frankly. Well, I'll try. No. People are <laughs> not listening to this. <laughs> Stop listening, Dad. Anyway,
0: uh, how are you doing? I'm alright. I don't know. It's been a time. It has. Um, and I, but neither of us got much sleep last night, so I was slightly concerned that my ability to put words into order is not going to go very well. Yeah. However, since we last recorded, there's been several events going on. We had the World Cup. Yes. England did really well. Got to the semi-finals mm-hmm. and bowed out. Our lads, our boys, our lads. Um, boys, boys,
1: boys, lads. Boys, okay, lads, lads. Boys.
0: I cried when Mexico <laughs> kicked out the World Cup. It's very sad. Um, what else has been going on? There was another big thing. Yeah. I mean, Love Island's boring right now.
1: Love Island is boring right now.
0: Does that not there like a third thing? It was like the World Cup and Love Island and... Wimbledon, but like that was kind of boring.
1: Once we were on holiday and it was when Andy Murray was in the final, for, you know, and it, the time he won basically in the past like few years, which I can't remember when it was. And like we all cried because my dad started crying with joy because he was oh. like, I've been watching him his whole career and now he's finally won Wimbledon. And I was like, oh, lovely. And then because when other people cry, I cry. Like when someone was leaving my old job who I didn't even know, I cried it was really embarrassing and she just didn't know her at all she was like why are you
0: crying oh my god she probably
1: thought i was like in love with her secretly
0: i mean you might have been in you might not even have known
1: i'd only known her two weeks and she was the director and i'd met her twice and she oh now i see her every day though so
0: just to make up for it does she have like a different
1: route we have a clandestine meeting every day no she yeah she walks past my flat every day Mm. um so i just walk past and we do the awkward like hi and like a little nod of someone that like oh. i've had literally two conversations with and cried at the leaving party um and i don't know how to get out of that situation that's me for life now till i move
0: i can never gauge how many how much time people want to spend saying hi when you run into them like that like i think i decide that it's like minimum as minimum amount of time as possible. It's and just, just like going with their hey, day Hey, hey, how you doing? Oh yeah, great, and that's it. But then when like for some reason either of you mess up and leave a conversation slightly open and then you follow up and you're like, sorry, what was that? Oh, oh my god, that, no. I hate
1: that. I feel like all my organs just curled up hearing you even <laughs> say that scenario. Well, so uh at work, but like if you work in a big office, or maybe just if you even if you work in a small office, you walk past the people that you work with a lot. And I don't work in a huge office. I used to work in an office that had thousands of people in it. And it was a bloody nightmare with for this scenario. And now I work in a small office with about 120 people, which I guess that's isn't not that small. small <laughs> okay, well, it feels small compared to thousands. That's just had like 11 people in it. Okay, well, that's a small office. So you, what you maybe didn't do is what I find myself doing constantly, which is you walk past someone when you're on your way to the toilets or like to get a drink or tea or whatever. You always say hi. Yeah. Or like smile and nod. And it's like... We sit like 20 feet from each other. We've already seen each other this morning. We've said good morning. Even if we haven't. But like it's weird. No one wants this. No no one wants it. But you also can't just awkwardly stare at the ground and like not interact with them at all. Because it feels really rude to just ignore someone that you know who you're walking directly past or towards. Oh my god it's a nightmare.
0: Yeah. I feel like they probably also don't want people just saying hi to them constantly. But there, it's
1: a... If they're on the route. But it's like an unspoken rule that everyone does it. Like, I've never experienced anyone not doing it. And it feels, like, really intentional if you don't. Like, it feels like a slight... I I mean, I don't know how to navigate most social situations, but... That's a sphere. That's a real sphere. It's really weird. And, it'll be, and even someone who I've seen, like, five times that day, the fifth time, I still go, hi. Oh, man. It's not just me. They do it. I do this with, like and this is probably just
0: this is probably just being polite rather than being weird um, <laughs> but like if i'm at a restaurant and they're refilling like my if i've got like tap water and they refilling my tap water i say thank you every time to the point that i think it becomes weird
1: you don't even just say thank you you say like great like that's great. I've noticed this is what you do in like restaurants and bars. Oh, <laughs> it's no. not even just like thanks, it's like this is so great that you have topped up my water, you don't say it like that. I just
0: that. wanna recognize the fact no, that they have
1: a... I do it as well. Oh. I think I think as well as I a...
0: started to notice it really recently though and I now feel
1: very self-conscious. <laughs> it's because it feels condescending, but I was a waitress and like you did you've yeah, done I like bar this. stuff and yeah, and when you when you do that like you wanna you wanna appreciate people, but it does get really awkward, and especially when you're in a fancy restaurant. And they refill your water ten times a minute. All like you time. take one sip, and they're like, "Oh, I see you're down one sip," and they refill. And every time, like, oh, thanks so much. Oh, thank you. Oh, that's great. Thanks, great. Yeah, thank you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, thanks. And you're, at some point, it's just like, please leave me to die of dehydration. <laughs> I don't want to deal with the social interaction anymore.
0: <laughs> especially when you're like yeah when you're in a fancy place and then everyone else like does like this blank ignoring stare, yes. and I feel like if I do that I feel so rude yes
1: and people don't like even people who I know to generally be like polite not rude people will just ignore like waitresses and waiters and you know just general like food service stuff when they come and like take plates or change things they won't say anything and they I, won't oh. move out the way yeah even. you always have to acknowledge it because otherwise you're just acting like this person is like a, ro- a service robot that's like not existing as a person but maybe then the thing is when I was a waitress I often liked it when people ignored me so I don't really know what the answer is here
0: because yeah, you could just get on with your job
1: yeah and I don- I often didn't want to talk to the people so I would just be like you know ignore me I'm just sliding this plate away from you I, remember I know what I felt like as a waitress but I don't know what people what other people feel like I
0: mean some catering jobs I definitely didn't want people to talk to me because yeah. it was all just gross guys being like Mm. What's the like, like, letchy, she like rich guys or, or like business yeah. guys? Yeah, you know that film, Chalet Girl. <laughs> Do I? <laughs> where they where they go out and they like have a
1: picnic? With yes, all and, and he's guess... so creepy. Yeah. All the, all the men are saying horrible things and like guessing her, guessing bra, her bra size. Yeah, but I haven't seen many people I know like had that kind of level of oh god lechery. But I... they
0: were always the ones that tip the best as well. So it was like
1: yeah, well they but they tip the best so they can get away with it. Yeah, right? exactly.
0: It's disgusting.
1: It is, but then if uh, you need the money, then you're just like, well,
0: I'm gonna put up with this horrible behavior. That's one thing that I've been up to, and that was a real light in an otherwise not great week. Was I went to uh, see The Killers for the first time for the first time ever in July?
1: <laughs> Wait, are you seeing them again in July? <laughs> All right, fine. Two more times. Oh my God, um, the month to... is short and it's not much left. It is not much left. The <laughs> month. <laughs> I'm just trying to get like, this is like the end
0: of their European but um, so I'm seeing them at Lollapalooza in Paris which is going to be amazing because Depeche Mode mm. are playing and Kasabian and Bastille Stereophonics it's going to be
1: great I don't know why I ended on Stereophonics they're a great band big. I'm sorry I love I'll them. stand by them forever I love them I saw them live once and they were incredible So I've never
0: seen them or maybe I saw them at Reading
1: I saw them at Alexandra Palace, supported by The Subways oh, throwback oh God, the Subways I know I hand drew my own t-shirt for The Subways <gasps> Did it say "Be my little rock and roll queen"? No, it had
0: like their the the subways like artwork. <laughs> it. it was great, and then um, and then we go to Luxembourg
1: a few days later. You are you mean Luxembourg? Huh? Lex- Luxembourg. Luxembourg. Yes, it's my. It's but my you're not city. coming, so. No, but everywhere that it's all mine. <laughs> okay. Everywhere that is, it is all mine. That's you my really sentence. are British. Had my boyfriend moved in when we last recorded? Or was it imminent?
0: It was imminent, I think. I did not think that had happened. Or it was
1: like when he was kind of moved in, but not really. I did not
0: think he'd moved in.
1: <gasps> He's moved in now. And what I've learned about myself is that I'm terrible to live with. Why? <laughs> um, I think you're great to live with. I disagree yeah, with that. Yeah, right. So basically, uh, my boyfriend likes things to be neat and tidy, which well, is not clean. a foreign concept. <laughs> this is the problem. So he just likes, you know, it's really weird. I don't know what it is. He just likes to come home to a, a flat that's like, there's not rubbish everywhere. The laundry's done. I don't understand the need for these things. But like, yeah. And it, it's actually really nice because I find that, so me and my sister are both slobs and I live with my sister and my boyfriend. And I really find that you just however like the other people in the flat treat the flat that's how you treat the flat because it's like what's the point of me doing any cleaning because it'll be just like horrible in like a day so you just don't bother you have to have one person who's the driving force Mm. and like you have to make sure that it doesn't all just like land on their shoulders obviously but like my boyfriend is the driving force and now like our surfaces are clear he organized the cupboards he just did everything and now i at the wrong time I just (laughs) want to like respect it now so I'm trying really hard to like be a less terrible person but yeah so so far um I was actually really worried about us moving in together which he knows because I was just like this is a big step and I've never done it before and I'm terrified and I feel like it's all going to go wrong and I need my space and you know many things um and actually what I'm finding out is that I think he's gonna just be sick of living with me and I'll be the problem why (laughs)
0: because I'm a, a dirty lady daddy dirty like he set the status quo. I'm
1: a dirty skunk lady. A <laughs> dirty skunk lady. Not a like, dirty it's lady. Like skunking Smokes everywhere. Skunking skunk everything out. Skunking on everything. Basically, I'm gonna ruin my own relationship, but at least I'll have this relationships advice podcast. And now your flat looks lovely. <laughs> oh my god, it's beautiful. To be fair, that's not because of him. I did all the I did all the interior design. I'll have you know, which the interior design is like getting a sponsorship deal with a furniture company. Yes. (laughs) And choosing all the furniture and then like- Painting. Yeah, so I repainted our bedroom and then as a group, we all like, me and like many friends, not including Rosianna sadly, but- Was I at the Killers? I think you were probably at the Killers. You were somewhere. Um, everyone came and painted our living room when you get five people or like seven people which is what we had in the end to paint a living room it takes ten seconds. It's so quick we found that in that first place that we lived yeah out of uni well my first place out of uni you just you lift your brush Um, roller, you
0: do one stroke down and the whole thing is done. It's incredible. I spent like a week
1: doing my room and then they
0: came over and did
1: the living room and I was like oh. It takes yeah exactly (laughs) because literally even if you just have one person per wall they do a coat on the wall in like 15 minutes, and if everyone's doing it simultaneously, 15 minutes, you've got one coat of paint done, you're like, huh, I see. This is how we should do everything. Communism. Mm. I don't know if that's communism. No, but sure. (laughs) Ah. Um, Commune. Yes, it's a commune. It's a painting commune. I'll start a painting commune and I'll hire us out and be like, I know it's weird. It's not one painter decorator that's coming. Do you want to hire 12 painter decorators and we're all friends and we'll just chill and hang out but your painting will be done in like two hours. But you will have to provide us with like
0: pizza. Food and hygiene. Yeah.
1: yeah. Hygiene. Because, because you live in a commune. Oh, that's true. We should answer some questions. I don't know. I'm really enjoying this conversation about I commune. don't know if the, the uh, avid listeners... we we'll call them our uh, rabid listeners. <laughs> Both? Could rabid. Rabid, rabid, rabid avid, avid listeners. I don't know if they're yeah. enjoying this. I'm drunk because I had three sips of rosé, by the way.
0: Rosé. Rosé wine. That's what my family used to call me when I was young. <laughs> I called I, you rosé wine? Because I whined. Oh, I And wine. there's a... Rolls in my name. Anyway, our first question says, Hi, Rosiana and Lex. After getting out of a relationship last year, 2018 rolled in, and I decided that I was ready to jump back into the world of dating. I've come across someone I hit it off with right away and really like. He's a bit older than me, 33, works in film, and happens to have two kids from a previous relationship. Because of the nature of his job and the fact that he has kids half the time, it doesn't mean that we don't have that much time to see each other. I would obviously never expect him to prioritise time with me over time with his kids, but I guess I understand how difficult it would be to date a parent and not spend as much time with them as I'd like. I'm a hardcore Leo, so crave constant attention, especially (laughs) in a relationship. What's that like? Um, He's a bit of a social media technology Luddite, so in the quiet periods where we're not seeing each other, I don't really hear from him much, and there have been periods where I've driven myself crazy, thinking that he's maybe not interested in me after all, which I'm pretty sure is not the case. He's just not as addicted to his phone as I am. I guess the advice I'm after is how do I cope in the times we are apart and don't hear from him much? I don't want to put any extra pressure on him, but how do I communicate that not hearing from him during these times makes me feel super insecure without him running a mile in the other direction? It's still early days. I don't want to scare him off with the crazy just yet. Yours truly, an extremely anxious Anonymous. Mouse. Um, 33
1: is the age that Jesus died.
0: So you're saying...
1: (laughs) There ain't much time left. No. Yeah, I can't look at if that's an argument in favour or against. Um, it's not. It's actually irrelevant to the question. I just wanted to say that to give you all my knowledge. And I don't know if that's correct or not. But whenever anyone I know is turning 33, the first thing I say to them is, you yeah, know, 33 is the age Jesus died. Just to see how they'll respond. And I let me tell you, it's never favourably. They don't like being told that.
0: How, what if they say like, yeah, but I came back.
1: Well, I'd love that, but it also wouldn't make any sense because they're only just now turning 33, Rosie. And I think it through.
0: Yeah, but he can do it as many times as he wants.
1: I guess so. Oh, the best part about being Jesus, just to have the same birthday over and over again. You know, people make those jokes where it's like, oh, turning 21 again when someone's turning like 50. And Jesus can be like, yes, actually, I am. Also, <laughs> <laughs> take a turn.
0: Great furniture because he's a carpenter. Oh my God, you're right. <laughs> And tons of free food. Two main benefits. We don't really eat
1: fish, but we eat bread. Yes, I would eat the loaves, not the fishes. Wine. Yes, water, any water into wine. Wait, did he actually turn water into wine? Yes, at the wedding. That's like a party trick. I know. Don't you think that feels, okay, you know how in Harry Potter when Dumbledore, okay, you do... basically, basically, the trope of like powerful people refusing to prove their power to people is a thing that I'm like used to, right? Cause it's like, it's kind of childish to have to like prove your power. And when Dumbledore sets fire to the wardrobe because little Tom is like, oh, I don't believe you're a wizard. And he does it to be like, actually, just kidding. I'm a wizard and magic is real. Um, I've lost my thought. (laughs) The trope of people. Yes. Yes. (laughs) Jesus turning water into wine is such a cheap party trick that it just feels like he's betrayed the magic of religion. The religious magic council would be furious. I mean Yeah, Rosie has no idea how to respond to that.
0: I agree. (laughs) I just don't know how we can help our anonymous with
1: this. Okay, so um the actual question is nothing to do with this guy being a hot dad, which by the way, um as I get older, dads are hot.
0: Dads are hot.
1: So annoying.
0: I was looking at this guy on the tube today and then I looked at his hand and I was like, fucking married.
1: (laughs) You don't know he's a dad. I don't. But he is married. He's married. It is. There's this They're all married. They are all married. And the thing is, like, the I worry. I have a sneaking suspicion that I find Dad's hot because it's like reproduce. Yeah. So you see a, a, a guy with his kids, and you see him like being good with his kids, and you're like, mm, yes, have my spawn. Please fend for us. I feel
0: yeah. I feel like it's like something has invaded me.
1: Yeah. Exactly. But pregnancy would be that times a million. Invasion. Invasion. Yeah. Of the body snatchers. Anyway. (laughs) Also not your question. One thing I did want to say is that I know that 33 is not old. It's just the age that Jesus died. which doesn't mean it's old. But. um, I'm just rambling. Please stop me at some point. Um, It is slightly, slightly older. And people maybe aren't so attached to their phones. Do you think thirty-three-year-olds are the same as like people in their mid-twenties when it comes to phones? No, it's is different, different, isn't it?
0: Yeah, and I think I think she also notes that as well. Like she says, yeah, he's a luddite. He's a luddite. Yeah. So I, yeah, I think they also they use them in completely different ways. They use
1: them as phones,
0: which is bizarre. And they read the newspaper. This yeah. is just me
1: generalizing about people in their thirties who use phones.
0: Well, they're my you my sisters are like thirty-three and thirty-five, and. Mm. Um, They just use it differently. And they kind of like expect different things from it.
1: It's very strange. If you're in your mid-30s, I guess you're theoretically like nine years older than us. Yes. Say. And we got phones. So I got a phone when I was 11 to go to secondary school.
0: I think I was like 12, yeah.
1: But that means that like, well, does it mean, this is what I'm asking you. Does that mean that if you're in your mid-30s, you probably didn't get a phone until you were like 20?
0: No, so my sister got her one to one phone. So she would have been like 14 15 Okay. But it, it was a totally different phone as well. Like it was like it couldn't yeah. do things.
1: That's the thing. So we obviously we had crap phones as well. Like I got
0: fuck yeah Nokia thirty one hundred baby.
1: Yeah, I got the Nokia the one with the joined up buttons.
0: Thirty three ten.
1: It was the one after. Thirty three twenty. Or thirty two ten.
0: Thirty two ten. I don't know.
1: It was some arrangement of numbers. And no wait, that would have been before the thirty four ten. I'm so confused. It was was it thirty four ten? I think it was the thirty four ten. It had the joined up, joined up buttons. And um. Oh my god, that one!
0: Oh my god, I forgot about that phone. Yes,
1: that was my phone. I had that one. I think
0: I even remember
1: your phone. Yeah. So um, I had that phone, and so we also had crap phones. But at the same time, like by the time I was. 16 I was all over social media and it's just so different if you weren't if you just didn't have that experience and you weren't like Yeah, exactly using your phone in that way as like a constant thing that you check you were using it as a thing that you Use for a purpose Which is unheard of.
0: I also think that like there are so many smaller ways that we and not to say that we're like the ultimate people at this because every generation is like coming up behind us and using technology in different ways there are so many different ways that we communicate without actively saying, like, hi, how's your day going? Yeah. In terms of, like, liking someone's tweet or, like, I don't know, just being online. Like, all these different indicators, like, I'm still here, I'm still here. And it's, like, this constant need to be and prove that you are available yeah. and accessible. And I am so aware of that and tried to, like, remove myself from that need sometimes. And then it feels like I'm, like, losing my mind because I just like I'm like I need I need confirmation that it's okay it's okay but you're never satiated
1: Mm.
0: it's just this constant lack of like satisfaction from an online interaction because there's no conclusion to it
1: I also worry as well I don't know if it's the same case with you but definitely for me I always feel like this is like a therapy session (laughs) I think it's because I had four sips of rosé and And I had therapy both of us had no sleep (laughs) and you had therapy yeah um I feel like the problem is I have now kind of grown up, really have grown up from the age of yeah like 16 and I was kind of getting more and more like validation from the internet because like I started my YouTube channel 10 years ago this summer when I was 16 and it just kind of you know it has plateaued now, but for a while you were just getting more and more interest and more and more people interacting with you and more and more validation on everything that we like said on the internet or like created. And it's just something about that means that you just always want more. And you, you have conversations with people who don't have so much of a social media following and like people still feel the same way and have the exact same kind of relationship with it. But it's like on a smaller scale. So someone will say like, oh my God, my Instagram got 15 likes and I was so happy.
0: It's like inflation or something. <laughs> I don't know. I was reading... Oh, um, I can't keep up with inflation. Can't, oh, whoops. Can't keep up with inflation. Um, I was listening to or reading this great article with Bo Burnham, The Age of Anxiety, one in The New Yorker. And in it, he talks about how he um, like did this round table essentially with like 10 eighth graders. Because he's just released his film Eighth Grade. And in it, that. one of them was like, yeah. We're talking about how like Instagram following, like if you can get like eight hundred followers, like you're the shit mm. in that situation. And I'm just like, oh my god, we just never are satisfied. Yeah. Anyway, so mm. I don't know how to help you.
1: Okay, I know how to help you because <laughs> I've done this. I I this is the same. My first rodeo. Um. So I have I've talked about this before in the podcast, but I've previously been like a needy girlfriend in that I've like needed things how dare i and it's it's not that this person is like ignoring you or like you know we've talked about the fact that maybe he uses his phone differently and that's not a reflection on you or your relationship with him it just means that like he doesn't expect that kind of checking in and that like you know maybe constant conversation throughout the day which we kind of do expect as part of how you relate to people um but it's you can express it to him. I think you just express it to him, not in a way where it's like, you're ignoring me, but like a logical way where you're like, hey, I know maybe that's not how you interact with your phone, but I'd quite like it if we just checked in a bit throughout the day, because that's just how I'm used to kind of interacting with people and it would mean a lot to me to, um, you know, to do that and to have that be part of how we communicate with each other. And he might be like, oh, I don't know, like, well, I'll try. Or like, that might not be his thing, but I really think you just have to see it as like not personal because, it just sounds like yeah as you said that's not that's just not how he uses his phone as a window to the world
0: it also kind of opens up the conversation to like him being like okay well i can't promise i'll do that but maybe i'll do it Mm. if you find your own way
1: yeah because especially it's things like maybe he could call you at the end of the day if you haven't hung out for a while like if he's more of a conversational person he doesn't like to text or whatever then like it can mean so much more to have a phone call and also just setting the expectation changes everything because if you're waiting all day for texts and they don't come, that is where you're like feeling obsessed and feeling like, oh my God, this person doesn't like me. Whereas if you've said like, even if you've set a boundary where it's like, okay, we won't text during the working day or something, which hilariously, a friend of ours told me that she and her boyfriend don't text during the working day. And in my old relationship, I thought that was insane because I was like, I would go mad if I didn't have like some kind of validation during the day. Like I need that constant validation. Whereas now that I'm in like a more healthy relationship, I generally don't text my partner during the working day because I'm busy and I'll see him later. And obviously now that we live together, it's like, whatever. See you at home. We just, we do chat sometimes and check in to see how our days are going, but it's not a vital part of my day. And I do think it's just like setting the expectation and like realizing that you can find other ways of communicating.
0: Yeah. You also said it's early days. So, yeah. You know, trust the relationship. Mm. See how it goes.
1: Yeah. Maybe the, his kids will have a new mommy and it'll be you. Oh my God. I know that's a horrifying thing to say. I'm sorry. <laughs> that's like a, a film trope. Ship them off to Timbuktu. Yes, <laughs> you should. But also, how? I don't know how I would respond. So, like, we're of an age where people could have kids that we're dating.
0: See, I thought you were going to go totally the other way. Oh, I thought I gonna you were going to say, like, what if my mum gets, like, a stepfather? <laughs> no.
1: <laughs> I mean, I think it's... Which I, I think I'd be, you know, <laughs> fine with. Um... <laughs> I would never be... If my parents split up and there was, like, a step-whatever, I wouldn't be okay with that. No. 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 No, you more. were
0: saying that we're at the age where yes. I could be dating a dad.
1: What if you started dating a dad and mm. he had some kids and you've been dating a year and he was like, I want to introduce you to my kids. <laughs> and the kids would probably just call you Rosianna because you wouldn't be like their stepmom and you wouldn't be like their aunt. Because, you know, when people just say aunt to mean like, a person in my life who's yeah. not in an actual relation. Like
0: me and Fliss.
1: Yeah. Like how you're Fliss's aunt. We are not her godmother. But that's fine. It's fine. It's fine. She's fine about it, guys. She's sipping I'm the cool aunt. fine. Yeah, you're the cool aunt. You bring her stuff and I don't know what you do.
0: Feed her sometimes. You also good. have
1: boundaries, though, because you were the one who wouldn't let her on the bed. I think that's good. She needs structure and boundaries because she doesn't have any from me. She now has a boundary that she's not allowed on the dining room table. this time mean, it's not a dining room. Let's not go insane. I live in London. I don't have a dining room. I have a dining table. Um, and she's not allowed on it because a plant lives there. And we eat our food there. We don't want her poopy paws on it. Wow. And so I have this spray bottle, which is like the best spray bottle in the world. And it, it gives off a really fine spray. And also when you press the pump, it sprays for a million years. It's like the best thing. Because you know how they sell those like spring water in a can to, to cool yourself down yeah so it's like that but like a more sustainable version because it's like a permanent spray bottle that and you, you just refill it. refill it yeah so it's not the kind of like ultra cold compressed spray but it's still like a really fine mist and it's so nice it's called flare and it's great and i have one and it's changed my life And what was I saying? The point is that I threatened to spray her with it now when she gets on the dining room table, but I basically don't ever have to spray her because once I sprayed it near her, that was enough to scar her for life. So now I just pick up the bottle. She's like, no, thanks. No fine spray of water for me. Cats are just hilarious. They'll do anything. And then they're like, please don't touch me with that droplet. What the hell was the point? Oh yeah. What if you dated a guy with kids? I
0: don't think I would. At least not my own right now. No. I think I would. I'm so not in that mindset.
1: I think it's neither am I, but I think I would do it and then I would get in too deep before realizing what I'd done.
0: But then also like, I mean, my head, as it always does, goes to like the, what if you break up? Like, what if you break up? You have a connection with those kids. Imagine if it go to best scenario, you have a connection with those kids. You then don't have a relationship with them anymore.
1: I know, it is horrible. And I've had like, I knew some people who were um, both in a couple so like, they, were, they weren't together, which I think was probably the best thing. And they were like, yeah, separate. So they just had like a one night thing or whatever. And they both are now actually married to the sort of other partner. And it's great because then this kid just has four parents and it's amazing and they co-parent and there's no bad feelings and it's amazing. Um, But I always wondered, I was like, what happens if you break up? Because you're only, like, you know, in your early 20s. Yeah, You've been dating someone for, like, a year or so, but that doesn't mean it's forever. And you've, you know, this person is completely part of your child's life. And it is
0: scary. I even felt that with, like, some of my sister's, like, boyfriends and stuff. Like, Mm. not all of them, because some of them were horrible. But, like, when I was five and six, and my sisters who, you know, are a great bit older, like one of them had this boyfriend for a really long time and he was the first one who was ever super nice to me and I got so attached to him. Yeah. And then they broke up and I was like, oh, okay.
1: That person's out of my life. I guess we're literally
0: never seeing him again.
1: Yeah. Well, I had like family friends who like the whole family just loved this boyfriend of like, you know, like one of the girls in the family and they were together for 10 years and then they broke up and it was just like suddenly this person who was like family to you is gone, even if it's, you know, not even that you're a kid and I just, yeah, it is. I actually, I don't think my little sister would have ever felt this about any of my boyfriends. Because basically, I've had like not a lot of boyfriends, but like a pretty steady succession of long term relationships. And they've definitely like spent a lot of time at like my house, at like my parents' house when I still lived there, and like been a part of her life. And I wonder if she ever was like, "Oh no, I'm sad to see that one go." Probably I don't think not. So. No, based on the guys I've dated, probably. Not I don't at miss all. any of them. No, <laughs> no one does. That was mean. The answer to your question that I can't even see because I left the question page to look at flair a <laughs> um, is that you should <laughs> communicate uh, and not feel bad about wanting to be honest about the things that you kind of need even in a very early relationship. And I think you could just go in easy and be like, you know, this is a thing that I kind of would prefer not like why aren't you doing this? Why won't you text me? This is making me feel this way. Like, I think you can go really light touch on it and see what happens. And maybe he'll change, maybe he won't. Maybe you'll have a conversation that makes you realize that like, it really isn't about you. And, you know, you'll feel a little bit better about it. That's my answer what she said our next question comes from liz who says hi lex and rosianna you stress that if you like someone you should tell them but when is it a good point to do so partly to ensure you actually like them but also to make sure you know them well enough for it not to be awkward i tend to feel more comfortable telling people i like them if i know them better My crush is in a couple of my classes. I've never really talked to him till one or two months ago. And since then, we've started talking to each other more and walking home from school now and then because we live in the same street. Should I tell him I like him slash ask if he wants to hang out now or wait a while till we know each other a bit better? Thanks, Liz.
0: You could do, I think you could do either one realistically. Um, I would probably opt for asking if he wants to hang out now, like asking to spend more time with him. Um, I think there is something like, it can be kind of quite a momentous thing to tell someone that you like them even Mm. if like you don't hear it back even if like it doesn't necessarily go as kind of planned like I know that sometimes when I'm in those conversations I imagine what the other person's gonna say and whether or not it's like they agree or not it's never quite as (laughs) planned um but I don't say that to scare you I just say that to be like there's not really a rush an immediate rush here Mm. I think like if you want to, go for it, but you don't need to. Um, I think that there is nothing lost in spending more time with them. And you. there seems like there's like a, a kind of lack of certainty here about whether you actually like them or whether it's just someone that you're like, oh, you know, I like, might fancy this person. Um, you never have to be 100% certain, and you can even include that if and when you decide to tell them about it. Like... You know, like, I don't know if this, this is going to go anywhere, but, like, I kind of do fancy you a bit, I think. <laughs> like, you know, there's nothing wrong with being
1: honest. I, I'm really bad for this because I always just tell people. That's not bad, I guess. But, I like, good. it's a weird trait in myself that, based on other things about my anxiety and, like, how I, you know, go through life... I, I genuinely don't think, th- okay, this is hilarious because I'm a YouTuber and I do things like public speaking and I, you know, make podcasts and clearly seem very self-assured because I'm like, put myself everywhere, but I don't think of myself as being a super confident person. <laughs> Sounds ridiculous even as it's coming out of my mouth. I'm a Pisces. I'm a fish. You know, I'm a fish. I live in the sea. I hide from the world in the sea and I don't really believe in astrology, but it's fine. Um, wait, is it astrology? Yes, that's okay. right. Okay, I always get confused between astrology and astronomy. Then I'm like, ah, oh, the astronomy tower. That's exactly they how I remember studying it. The that is
0: exactly how
1: I remember it. Good. Also, astrology has an L in it, and L is for Leo. Also, I'm furious from looking at my old school's Wikipedia page to find out there was an astronomy society... What? ...that met at the observatory at my school, which There's I... There's an
0: observatory? I, I never
1: school? saw the observatory. I've never been there. I Ugh. I feel betrayed, like, why wasn't I invited to the observatory? So angry. Anyway, the point <laughs> the point is what the hell's the point? Oh I don't think of myself as a confident person, but I, on this point at a certain, like, I think I was probably like in my late teens or like, yeah, probably about then I just decided that life was too short and I just wanted to see how things would go so I'd be really upfront with people about fancying them and it just, I think it's probably because of the title of this podcast with the whole make out with him thing and how it took me so long to like actually make a move on that, so that guy long. that Rosalina wanted me to just make out with. You're never going to get anywhere that, I mean, this doesn't apply necessarily to the question answerers situation, but, but in my is case, this is all about us, this podcast. I don't know if you can tell from the fact that we're basically just having a private conversation <laughs> about our lives and not really answering questions. Uh um but yeah the the point is that I just started being really bold about it because it was just like I don't want to waste time and sometimes yeah you don't get the response that you necessarily want and that's fine and I guess it's also the kind of like if this person might be a a friendship that you don't want to ruin then that is something to take into account but it doesn't have to ruin a friendship because you don't have to go in hard and be like you don't even yeah obviously like as you said like it's not even a certainty that you fancy this person so you could be like this is a thing I might want to explore with you. Discuss. Discuss. Eight points. Prompt. Maybe I like you. <laughs> Discuss. <laughs> I've been Definitely
0: used... do that. I like that.
1: I actually think that um, writing prompt should be a meme. Because, every... hey, everyone listening, can you make this a meme? Is that how it works? Just ask? Yes. It's a meme now. Um, I keep in conversation being like, writing prompt and then saying something... And I think it's funny and it doesn't translate on this podcast at all. I think it's great though.
0: I love it. I love it. That's
1: exactly the kind of meme we need. It's a meme now. Enjoy everybody. I memed it. Happy. Knowyourmeme.com came from me.
0: Yeah, I think that like the worries about it being too soon or not knowing what to say and all that stuff, like it's completely obviously like a, a valid fear. But at the same time, it does play into that whole idea of there being, like, one right way to do this that is kind of quite, like, externally socially defined. Um, I think do what you want. Go for it. If you want to hang out, hang out. Hang out with him. If you want to... <laughs> the child-friendly podcast. Um, but if you want to just be upfront about it and see, you know, like, kind of like a, a now and ever kind of way, also have that chat. But, like, I don't know, just go for it. <laughs> Um, so, now that we've solved that problem, we're going to move on to another question from another anonymous assertion. <laughs> wow. We have a real mouse problem, or mouse celebration. I literally need to sleep so much tonight. Um, Dear Lex and Rosianna, first of all, you're great. Thank you for being in my ears. I did the Lex thing. I read the compliment. Yes. Second of all, what do I do about the fact that my friend has hijacked an in-joke between me and my sister? My sister used to send me postcards of old ladies when she travelled, <laughs> <laughs> because... That she's older than because she's older than me, and it was a thing. At some point, my friend decided this was hilarious and also started sending me post- <laughs> also started sending me postcards of old ladies. <laughs> this is a low key real problem because one, she was not, is not, will not become part of the joke, and two, I really just want the hashtag aesthetic postcard she sends our other friends. How do I tell her to get her own inside jokes? Also, it's now been
1: years since this started. Oops. Just trying to ask the real questions. First of all, I love that um, in your friendship group, it's like, well, my sister sends me the old lady postcards, but my other friend, she normally sends these really hashtag aesthetic postcards. Who is sending postcards? I send postcards. Yeah, you have actually sent me a few good postcards. Yeah. I have one up at work. Like, you're my. Like, you know, when Homer has that thing that says, do it for her with a picture of Maggie? That's. You and me. <laughs> with that postcard you sent me that says "serve potatoes and feed the nation" or whatever. <laughs> yep.
0: Dig for victory. Yeah. Um, I I was I'm hurt and betrayed because I was always told send a letter, get a letter, but it seems to just be like send a letter, nothing send happens. Another letter. <laughs> keep sending
1: letters. <laughs> no one ever replies to my letters.
0: <laughs> Everyone's always like, then like we'll get it, and then like Facebook message me and That's be exactly like, exactly what I do. It's so nice. Thank you so much for your lovely postcard. I'm like.
1: Fuck you. (laughs) I don't think I've ever, I've never sent you a letter. And you have sent me at least like 10 letters, multiple postcards. You write good birthday cards. Well, remains to be seen because I can't remember any of them. Oh, I can remember them.
0: Okay. I found one actually from the birthday after the first birthday
1: party I went to of yours. Oh, that one. (laughs) Yeah. The infamous party.
0: Well, mostly because you you wrote in it. For my birthday, you gave me books, and for your birthday, I
1: can't remember what it said in but it was very lovely. What did I even give you? Probably something bad.
0: No, I think you gave me a book.
1: Oh, that's good. So, so wait, so the good. sentence that you just said was, for my birthday, you gave me books, and for your birthday, I give you books. <laughs> that's not a good sentence. I don't know, so I'll find it, I'll show you. Okay. That's great. Um,
0: anyway, it's not the best <laughs> Most this is like
1: an off-topic bonanza. I love it. Uh, um, I'm sorry I haven't sent you any letters. It's fine. I'll do better. I'll send you a postcard from when I'm in Japan next year. That's a mm-hmm. promise. Now that's a promise you mm-hmm. can oh, believe in. I'm Everyone, going to Japan next year, by the tweet way, I'm just Just so you know, I'm going to Japan. She is. I've just booked flights. Not to brag, but I am going to Japan.
0: Do you know where we're also going? Where? Disneyland Paris. Oh my god, we
1: are going to Which Disneyland. we
0: discussed on our previous episode of the podcast when we said, well, you tried to solicit payment for Disneyland Paris. Oh, I did. did. anyone Patreon us a thousand I pounds? I didn't see it, but that's okay because I'm ethically compromised. Okay.
1: That's okay because you are ethically compromised. Wait. <laughs>
0: because I don't want to be ethically compromised. Yeah, that's, god that's damn it. it. Yeah. Freudian slip.
1: <laughs> um, so. We're going on a girls' trip to Disneyland. And it's gonna be great, and I will also send you a postcard from our <gasps> trip to Disneyland. Now that's now that's Aww. a promise that I can get behind. Oh, I'm so excited. Um, great postcard. Okay, to answer the question, <laughs> yeah. um, it's really awkward in this kind of situation because, like, this person just thinks that they're having a fun thing, and it will like slightly break a tiny part of their heart for you to tell them. To stop doing it but that's why I think you shouldn't go with the negative you should go with the positive which is that you love the postcards that they send your other friends and you should be like I love your yeah hashtag aesthetic and I want some of those postcards like you, you don't have to be like hey stop it you're not in on this joke you can just say I love the, I love the old lady postcards but I love your other ones even better. Like, please send me the other ones. I, I'm so jealous of everyone who gets them. And, like, I get so many. Oh, God, so that's many. so good. I get so many from my sister. I don't need any more old ladies. I want the nice ones so I can, like, display them. And you just go all positive.
0: God, that's really good advice. Because I was going to get really passive-aggressive.
1: And do what?
0: Send I don't know. old men. <laughs>
1: <laughs> old dogs. Oh just like really sad pictures of dogs that's so why would you even say why would you even say old dogs on this podcast you've ruined everything sorry
0: um, no I don't know I, I probably would be more direct about
1: it but I think actually you're right here that they would just be hurt yeah it'll just be really sad like people just friendship is such a like I feel like it's mostly when you're younger and like at school and stuff but sometimes friendship can be such a because del- I don't think it's a delicate thing now because I'm like these are my friends they're my friends, regardless. We don't really fight, we're just fine. But like, yeah, especially when you're younger it's this weird like, tension of just like the threat of feeling a bit left out and the threat of like ha- just being kind of knocked down a peg when it comes to friendship, it's just awful.
0: Ooh. And And that like, need to be included but then also that feeling of like they're taking this thing that was between me and someone and applying it to them. It's like
1: both of those things at once. Like I can see both sides of that yeah, situation happening. Definitely. Um, so yeah, just tell a white lie. I endorse lying.
0: I mean, sometimes you have to. Sure. Lying. Sometimes you have
1: to. <laughs> <laughs> Our question from the internet comes from Yahoo Answers, of course, because I'm too lazy to Google anything else. Um, and it, the title of the question is, If your friend paid for your boob job, would you be okay if he then asked to see the results? This led me to believe that it was the person who was getting the boob job that was asking this question. But no, the plot thickens. Here is the description text. Oh, God. I'm 30 and male and my friend is female and is 27. We don't need that kind of background information, uh, pal. So suck it up. We've been friends for over 10 years now and we're very close, clearly. Unfortunately, we live about three hours from each other now. And one day when I was in town, my friend told me how she really wanted bigger breast. Big,
0: not, one? One. <laughs> from I mean, parents, enough, like, mine are uneven one. too.
1: Yeah, exactly. One bigger breast. I told her I'd buy her a boob job for her birthday under the condition that I get to see them. <sighs> <laughs> this is not me trying to be perverted.
0: Um are you sure or are you just trying to treat your friend as an object that you can control?
1: You and what's the fund? line doth protest too much. Yeah. Methinks. The this, man doth protest too much. Exactly. This is me making sure oh my god. This is me making sure she uses the money for what she says she's using it for. And the only way for me to ensure that is to be there when it happens. What? That makes it sound like being the surgery. 100. Side note can I just refer you back to, we have been friends for over 10 years and we're very close. Jump from that to, can't trust this bitch with my money. She says she wants a boob job. Who knows? What? The only way to know is to see them. And also, why do you need to... What? Okay. Oh my God. Um, she's agreed to my terms. This poor I need to woman. Have a conversation with this. I know. But what do you guys think? If you were a female, whenever anyone describes people as females, I'm like, uh, you haven't met one, have you? Insta-no. This is the problem. instano If you were a female and your male friend offered to pay for your boob job, would you be okay in him letting see him see the results? No. No. And also, I wouldn't let this creepy friend who wants to control every aspect of my life and who's like, so I'm in the bar with this guy who I'm gonna call. Shithead and <laughs> and shithead says to me like hey how's it going and I go oh, you know it's all it's all good but I really wish I had bigger boobs and then shithead goes well I will, I, you know what Here, here's the thing I'll pay for a boob job for your birthday but I have to see them and I go why shitty shitty's my nickname for shithead shitty why like it, Sh- that's a really shitty. Shitty. are you going to see my titties exactly shitty why the titty <laughs> like. <laughs> we've been friends for 10 years, we're very close and I don't understand, like, it's a really kind offer, but why, why do you need that condition? And then he goes, because I don't trust you to use the money for what you claim. What if you buy something else? What if you use it to pay your rent?
0: I I just I just, don't, I just I don't get why not only this guy is pretending that that's why he wants to see them, Yeah. but also why he's pretending online. Like, you just don't need to. <laughs> just don't need to they're just like he's like mining for excuses to no, use yeah. when she
1: doth protest not too much exactly the right, the right amount or probably not even enough seeing as she's agreed to these terms Yeah, it's true bad terms i think yeah you're right like he's literally he obviously knows this is wrong he's literally just being like guys what guys what would you what would you do <laughs> you do? And I, I'm going to read the responses because I think it's important. It's just, there's so important much like, do. there's so much entitlement in that. <gasps> oh, okay. I shouldn't have trusted the internet. Did
0: you trust Yahoo Answers Responders?
1: I never did, but okay, to be fair, this is not an upvoted answer, it's just the first one. So it was the first The first person. response, six hours ago. No wait, it's the most recent response, six hours ago.
0: Oh, so this was today.
1: Oh, yeah. <laughs> I think the, pe- the, the question was actually posted two days ago.
0: I think I was kind of hoping that it was from, like, 1999.
1: Yeah. Unfortunately, no. It was from now. Uh. So the first answer was just, yep. As in, you, you get to look. No, oh, thanks. The next one was, like, I'd see who threw his manipulation and declined the offer of him something to hold over my head forever. Like, you want to humiliate her and have her feel indebted to you. Very good answer from FooFa.
0: Well done, Fufa. Well done, Fufa. Four for you, Fufa.
1: Um, then just some other people being horrible in like vague ways. Then if I pay the doctor for the boobs, the boobs are mine, plain and simple. <laughs> oh, yeah. Which is like, honestly, is one of the worst sentences I've oh. ever read in my life. Oh, God. Um, and I, I just, the the top, the answer from somebody who seems to have a crown by their name, like you're the king of answering questions. His name's Garrett. Sounds reasonable. She wants them bigger for guys to look at them. You paid oh, yeah. for them, so you should get to not only look but touch. Not today, Satan. Not Garrett, today. go straight to hell. You oh. are the king of nothing. You're the oh. king of dirt. The oh. king of slime. That's a. That's oh a, God. I That's so bad. Garrett is a top contributor. He's level seven. Great. Well done, Garrett. You're a piece of shit. The problem is he's given 93,000 answers on Yahoo, so I think we see what the problem is here. He only answers things on Yahoo and never experiences the real world. I'm going to close my laptop and just set it on fire now. We're done with this and the internet. I
0: can't believe that.
1: I can't believe that. I mean, I can, though.
0: That's the thing. I can't
1: and I can. I wonder if he's just trolling and this isn't real because I cannot... Believe that this is a real. Scenario. I can't believe that this person knows a woman. <laughs> no, you're right. A female. <laughs> he doesn't know a female. Let's wrap up this podcast.
0: Oh. It's been a
1: long and rambly one. It's been
0: really fun. I'm glad that you came over and we got to, you know, create high quality entertainment for them
1: people. And, and drink a cup of rose. One that cup. That was actually really nice. Yeah, it was actually. The exact amount uh, of alcohol I need to go, you know, real crazy, Do real wild. Thanks for listening to this podcast. <laughs> um, if you want to send in questions, then send them to makeoutwiththem@gmail.com at gmail.com or use the hashtag makeoutwiththem, even though you won't, or at us at makeoutwiththem.
0: Our theme music is by Orla Gartland, whose music video for I Go Crazy just came out as of recording this podcast,
1: We did, you'll be a week behind. We actually didn't sign a contract with Orla that said that every I, week we will update on her most recent exploits, but both of listen, us, I we, we really that, want but well, we also really want Orla to be successful because she's so good, so. We're you know. her street team. Yeah, we are her street team. Unpaid, but loving it. Um, Thank you so much to everybody who supports us on Patreon. If you want to, then go to patreon.com forward slash Them, and it covers our running costs. And I promise we don't buy rosé with the money. Or boobs. We won't buy boobs with the money. And you can't see them regardless. Bye. Goodbye. <laughs> it's the end. Farewell.